Welcome. You are about to enter the Door to Eternity podcast with your host, Jesse Carter, who provides you with a rare viewpoint of end times prophecy explained by a normal everyday guy who guides you down a simple roadmap toward taking advantage of your eternal destiny. You're standing at your door to eternity. So come on in and join us. Welcome, greetings, and salutations to the first episode of Door to Eternity. Hello, I'm Jesse Carter, and I will be your host for the foreseeable future. You know, eternity is a subject, really, that few people want to talk about. That is, if you ask them in the street, they'll get a confused look on their face. They might even grow agitated a little bit. But it's something that we all need to look at in searching for the meaning of life. Um, It should be, for most of us, for everybody, really, in the top five topics to learn about, meaning you don't know anything about it yet, but you need to learn about it, right? Well, maybe it should really be the top concern of your life. You're not here by chance. It could be your destiny. I don't know how you got here. By chance, did someone send you a link? Did they think that you needed to hear this? Well, maybe you do. The destiny part comes into play by chance. So we're glad you're here. I'm glad you're here because I do think it's your destiny to to listen a little bit about what I have to say. Now, going on with this, like every day, many of us, us humans have a desire or we acknowledge that there is probably a new life beyond this current physical one. Would you agree with that? Most people do. Some people say no. Once you your life expires, you you just cease to exist. Well, I think there's so much proof, uh, incidentally and otherwise, most people believe that's not true, and they do believe there's an afterlife. There, They do believe that there's something more than this life beyond this existence at this time, and maybe you're one of those. You know, in the book, the book of Ecclesiastes, it says there is a time for everything. You being here is that time, perhaps to gain wisdom about your eternity and your destiny. So let's talk about the word time because it's very important in talking about eternity, right? Eternity, to me, sometimes means beyond time. Time is something that we're living in at this moment. But perhaps eternity is something when you step outside of that time. Maybe you've heard the Pete Seeger written song, first recorded in 1959, and more famously sung in 1965 by a group called The Birds. And that song is called Turn, Turn, Turn to Everything There Is a Season. So Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 14, and I'm going to read this to you. You can go look that up in your version of the scriptures. But it says, To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, 
a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to count as lost. A time to keep and a time to discard. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Isn't that marvelous? I think that last segment there explains a lot where many are experiencing at this time in history. So, you know, there's times to tear and a time to mend. I mean, you can just look through that whole scripture and understand time is very important. It's a very important aspect of our lives right now. But what about the future? What about after we leave this life? So this is what this podcast will be all about. So knowledge is what we will try to provide you, but wisdom will come from how you use that knowledge. I hope that you will gather some wisdom from the things that we'll be talking about over the course of next few episodes. My question to you is, will you squander it or will you seize it? And will you take action for your eternal destiny? See, that's the action point. Now, uh, I've given you what we're going to be doing. It'll be knowledge. Then, of course, there comes wisdom, which I pray that you will receive. But number three is you've got to take action for it. And, And I will give you some concepts that will be very easy for you to understand. You will know exactly how to take action about your own eternity. I do say uh, try to tune in for the next at least handful of episodes and just stay the course with me. Deal? Well, I hope that's a good deal. It will be a good deal because you'll learn a lot of things. So who is Jesse Carter? That's me. Jesse, if you look that up, it means gift of God or grace. At least that's the meaning that I found that I embrace. Because I think I would like to be a gift of God to people and to offer grace to them. So I embrace that name and it means a lot to me. I hope it will to you eventually. If you're hearing my accent, it means that I'm coming from the area of North Louisiana called Washita Parish. And if I was to, if you were trying to write that <laughs> Washita down, it would you would most likely put a W, but it actually starts with a O. Now, you may also know that the word parish is strictly in Louisiana, and basically it's called a county in the rest of the United States. You probably already knew that. But anyway, so the area was named from Washtenaw River area, extending from its beginnings in Arkansas. So, okay, now I've got to stop, and I've got to tell you an awful dad type of joke. You know what I'm talking about, those where you roll your eyes after you hear it. They tell you about Washtenaw Parish. They say it got its name from two Indians, okay, who were taking a walk by that same river. And it had just rained, and so it was a little muddy. Now, one slipped in and got all muddy. It just slipped in the mud and got all muddy. And really, he was pretty upset about it. His friend says, wait, wait, it's okay. He said, uh, don't worry about it. Just go over there and wash it off. So if you catch that. So a French trader overheard them and named the area for that. Wash it off or wash it off. 
You get it? Okay, that's terrible, I know. But <laughs> anyway, it's spelled starting with an O, and if you were trying to pronounce it and reading it, it would be Uichachita. So it, anyway, a little history lesson there, but I thought it was kind of fun to throw that in there and explain where I grew up. Actually, I grew up, uh, and, and here's to let you know who, a little bit about who I am so that you don't think I'm one of those cult gurus that are trying to lead people down some primrose path. Uh, I'm not even close to that. But anyway, a little bit about myself. I grew up with three other siblings in a modest income family where my mother was at home and my dad worked at a job for the state. She worked very hard because of all of us. There's four, you know, you got to work hard for that. You know, so I watched my dad work and my mom work, and they worked pretty hard. So I started working hard, too, at an early age. Uh, I was cutting timber, actually, at the age of 12 on our family tree farm. I spent many winters there trimming the trees. We had hundreds of acres there. And then I moved on to work uh, during the rest of the year at restaurants. I've worked at three pizza restaurants. So if you like pizza, you just do a thumbs up mentally and know that I'm a pizza-loving guy. I have a lifelong addition to pizza. So I've tried them all. I like trying them all. I'll try different types. Anyway, that's some of the things I did. So I've worked at restaurants. Now, I also worked as a roughneck. Uh, If you don't know what that is, it's somebody working on an oil rig. And let me give you a tip. If you want to lose weight, here's a secret. And you want to, all you got to do is get on a drilling rig floor and throw a 500 pound set of pipe tongs. That's the things that connect around the pipe where you untwist it. And you do that every minute for eight hours. And you have mud, drilling mud, coming out of the top of a 90 foot drill stand. You will be toned, I guarantee you. And I was, as when I was very young. You come home tired and you're exhausted. You don't have time for anything else. But anyway, that was my trick of losing weight real quick. One time I remember we went down five miles deep into the strata and came back out. I mean, five miles. Think about it. And that was typical where we were drilling. Five miles in and five miles out in an eight-hour stretch just to change a drill bit. So I worked very hard at that and other jobs. But then I went on to achieve my two degrees in petroleum geology from the University of Louisiana in Monroe, Louisiana. And I went to work offshore for a few years. Then after almost getting killed twice, I decided to look for another line of work. Yes, uh, you never know how God has other plans for you. As it were, I remember one time we were coming in on a helicopter and we must have been about, oh, I don't know, 40 or 50 feet off the helipad and the engines just shut down. And so it was kind of a scary moment. All of us were looking around and we were starting to drop like a rock. Luckily, we were right over that helipad. Uh, It was just perfect landing when those engines had failed and we didn't ditch into the Gulf of Mexico. And at that time, if you were to ditch in the Gulf of Mexico with hypothermia, cold as it was, you would not have lasted very long. Uh, and the seas were very rough, if I remember that right, as well. So lots, lots uh, it's almost like a hand guiding that thing down. 
and we took a rough hit, but uh, we climbed out of it. That was the that was the important thing. So after that, I decided, well, I need to go find another job or another thing to work. So I thought, what do I know? Well, I don't know anything um, except for just grunt work and stuff like that and working at a restaurant. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to achieve something in life. So I thought, well, I was an Eagle Scout when I was a boy. So I thought, well, I'll just check that out. So my dad had gone and made friends with a man up in uh, Little Rock. They were both Navy vets. My dad had served in World War II on the USS Franklin, and they hit it off anyway, so they had good rapport. And so he called the man up and said, hey, do you have any jobs there? And the man said, yes. And so they had an opening for a professional. Yes, there is such a thing as a professional Boy Scout. They call them district executives, and I stayed in that position for five years. During that time, um, I met a very nice lady and started a family there in North Little Rock, Arkansas. That was where I first learned to fundraise because unlike (laughs) what most people think it would be, it's like, oh, you go camping a lot. Well, no, we didn't. It was to go out into the, the community and talk to leaders and people get them to, you know, care about the Boy Scouts more. And we raised funds that way as well. So I had a big goal and of course I achieved it every time. So eventually I left the Boy Scouts and I went on to work as a capital campaign consultant. And that's where I helped raise tens of millions of dollars for various nonprofit organizations. And I branched out and formed my very own fundraising company and continued to help hundreds of groups raise millions of dollars. That was fun for a while, and I still did that. And then I I was so energetic, I guess, and helping my family. I decided, well, uh, we had uh, moved from a location in Odessa, Texas, and my wife said, look, Jesse, here's a, um, here's a job in the oil industry. Of course, that was my degree, petroleum geology. And I looked at the ad, and yeah, people used newspapers back then for ads. I don't think they do that anymore. But uh, I looked at the ad, and I decided to contact them because I needed to get a job pretty quick. And so I um, interviewed with them, and it wasn't what I was expecting. Uh, it was not an petroleum geology job at any in any case uh, I was actually selling industrial lubricants I've had many people make jokes about that over the years but actually it's like working with big factories and trucking companies and making sure that they had the proper lubricants for their equipment so uh, all jokes aside that's what I did for 14 years and let's see what else about me I really enjoy outdoors camping, I love nature. I consider myself a conservationist rather than an environmentalist. You know, my degree is in geology, so I love the uh, geologic aspect of science, and environmentalists are not scientists. So uh, I go more the conservationist and, you know, tend to go that route because you can do more things that way. So the big difference there. Anyway, I'm also a Christian and I've studied Bible prophecy for many, many years. I love it. I enjoy it very much, and it seems very real and a very positive experience for me, and it's brought a lot of joy to my life, and I've probably helped some other people along the way understand it better. 
So um, I, I remember one time I had talked to an Episcopal bishop, and I told him that I love prophecy. And he said, well, no, you probably don't know anything about it because, you know, it's only for people, the regular uh, lay person just can't understand it very well. And only the clergy can understand the depths of prophecy, you know, to an extent. And I just kind of smiled and I kind of nodded my head and I went on to disagree with him in my mind, of course, because uh, I knew otherwise. And we will be talking about prophecy in this quite a bit because I want you to understand what that's about. Prophecy is about understanding the future. And if you remember what I told you about time, well, the future is a third segment of time. You've got time past, you've got time present, and you've got time future. So prophetic events, prophecy, however you want to say it, uh, some people say eschatology, uh, that just means that you are delving into things of the future, things that could happen in the future. And before you discredit it and say, hey, how can you know that? Stay tuned. That's one of those little things that these guys throw out. So stay tuned and you'll see more of what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. Moving on a little bit more about me. I've written some books. I've built a few websites. So I know a little bit about online marketing. I like watercolor art. I like stained glass windows. Not typically the kind that are in church windows, but other kinds. I like 70s rock and roll. And I like 80s pop. And strangely, I also like bluegrass music. Now, I also like the old-timey country music. Little history fact for you. Do you know who Jimmy Rogers is? He was before Hank Williams, if you know who that is. Anyway, my dad and my dad's twin brother would sing songs by Jimmy Rogers all of the time. And if you look him up online, you'll hear him. He has some yodeling that he does with his country music. Actually, he is the father of country music. I like the old-timey country music. I'm not a fan of the new versions, but anyway, that's a little bit of my music. But uh, speaking of 70s rock bands, one of my favorite bands and I hope it could be of yours too, is Kansas. Have you ever heard of them? Surely you have. They have a song called On the Other Side. That's the song's title, I believe. And this connects directly with people about what we're going to be talking about eternity. So bear with me, if you will. I would like to read that from their song so you can kind of get a flavor of where I'm coming from. It's hitting me from all over the eternity thing, and I hope to share it with you more, but it, it, it really comes from all sides once you make yourself aware of it and that you need to learn more about your eternity. But anyway, you'll hear it in songs, you'll see it in, in books, you'll, you know, read it in the newspapers um, if those are still around and, you know, by the time you hear this. Here it is from Kansas. It says, so turn around, turn around, it's on the other side. Feel the sound, feel the sound, it's coming from deep inside. It will fill you with emotion. It will let it be your guide. So turn around, turn around, it's on the other side. What this is saying to me, that deep inside everyone is the emotion of turning your life around and focusing what lies on the other side of life. And folks, we're talking about Eternity, of course. 
So this being the door to eternity, we're going to be talking about that. Now, the song continues. It says, desperation shows its ugly face in many ways. No one can escape the times we live in. The answers are so simple, and we all know where to look, but it's easier to just avoid the question. And like many of us, perhaps you, it's just easier to avoid the question, the question about what is my eternal life like, what it will be like one day when I pass from this life to the next. So like so many difficult questions in life, especially in these difficult times, Many just try to avoid the question altogether and really hopes that it will all go away. Or they say things that a simpleton would say like, oh, I'll turn into an angel one day or silly stuff like that. So we must all actually turn around, turn around and see what's on the other side. It's very important. It's probably, as I mentioned, it's one of the top decisions you need to make in your life. So when all is said and done, life is really about our relationship with others as you'll go about making a living or or going through life. And so, like you, I have a lot of friends during those years, years, (laughs) all of these years. And so hopefully you and I, we will have enough time together through this podcast to fulfill that factor. I hope to be discussing along with you, or we will be discussing what is often referred to as the end times. That's a term or a phrase that some people use, end times, events, or prophetical topics, or even the apocalypse. You've heard that. Uh, They've even made some colorful comic characters' names as the apocalypse. But as it is, the subject is end times events, and sometimes that's a tough, touchy subject. I'll just be honest with you. And you may be, like many, a little afraid or a little anxious to even discuss it. Well, Uh, quite frankly, most people are scared of the subject and they don't ever want to learn about it. So hopefully I will breach the subject easy enough to where you will start to understand it. Now, I won't do this every day. We will take it up and it will be, you know, over the span of many podcasts, hopefully. But right now, you know, that's what we'll be looking for. So we'll be talking about eternity. We'll be talking about how to get there. Will you be getting there? We'll be talking about how to look at how close it is, meaning, you know, future events, and how to discern it all with, you know, what I told you earlier, wisdom. I want you to think about something real quick. You know, we've all been in our mother's womb, right? Surrounded by the the fluids there to keep us and give us life. And we've had an umbilical cord to give us that precious blood from the mother to help us grow. And we grew. And at some point, we had to leave that womb. And when we did, we were put into this strange place that we're now living, right? This earthly life as we now know it. So we left our mother's womb and we are now born into a physical world. Well, our beings, we are part physical and we are part spiritual. And I would say even maybe part emotional. And we'll cover that a little bit about that as as we go along. But one day, keep in mind, and this is what we're all talking about, this eternity thing. One day we will be birthed into the eternal. And that's the more spiritual transition. Our spirits are eternal. 
because it's eternal. It's either you're going one place or the other. So our spirits are eternal. But sometimes people use that term interchangeable with the word soul. But actually, the way I've come to understand it right now, we are made up of a body, a spirit, and a soul. Now you say, wait a minute, that's the same thing. Spirit and the soul is the same thing. Well, bear with me. Let me kind of cover my thoughts and what I've gone through. From my reading, a soul is basically who our being is. It's our characteristics, our personality, our attributes, or in other words, it's about our very heart, who we are. Not a physical heart, of course, but the center of our soul, the soul heart, if you will. One day, that soul, as it is in our being right now, in our physical bodies, will continue on with our spiritual side of our, ourselves, the one that will last forever. This body will fade away and uh, eventually we'll need an eternal body. And that's what we'll be kind of discussing some. So before you get all freaked out, it's kind of all kind of getting jumbled together. Uh, hopefully I don't mean to do that, but that's my take on it. So stay with me over the next few podcasts and I'll try to do a better job of explaining it. My thoughts about the whole soul thing, uh, really it's your personality traits. It's things like gentleness. Are you a gentle person? Kindness. Are you kind at heart? Do you have love for other people? You know, above even maybe of oneself. Do you like being helpful to others, being friendly, and so forth? That's why the above passage I just read earlier in Ecclesiastes contrasts the good of life with the exact opposite. And how does this do, how does this have anything to do with eternity, Jesse, you might say, or the door to eternity? Well, basically, it's what, what are you, what is your soul like right now? Is that going to transform into your eternal being? Are you going to be the very good person you want to be in this life? Are you practicing that? Are you trying to be better? Now, a lot of people won't thinking about eternity, they'll say, oh, I know where I'm going. I'm going to heaven one day because I'm a good person. Really? Is that true? Do you know that? Where did you learn that? Did you hear that on Oprah Winfrey or somebody like that? And do you trust what she said is knowing about eternity? Well, I don't, but um, many people do, I guess. They uh, tend to write it off and they don't think about it anymore because they know they're a good person. So your soul will have... Um, will be a part of your eternity. And if you have a bad soul, of course, then that will determine your eternity. Uh, so we'll discuss that more in other podcasts. You don't want to miss them. I know this is kind of the craziest podcast you may ever want to listen to. And, and I will say, pardon me for my, you know, my <laughs> Louisiana accent. It's not typical. And if you're listening from other parts of the world, I uh, just say blessings upon you. Continue on with me as we discuss all of these things and we'll have relevant uh, everyday discussions as normal human beings. The type of discussions that in friendly fellowship uh, that we would experience if we're sitting down over a meal. One thing I will do though is I'll try to challenge you to think more about your eternal dwelling more than you used to be if you stay with me. 
hope that you'll stay the course with us. Now, we will be doing some things during the podcast, and let me just let you know in this first podcast so you get to know us that it doesn't pop up later and you think, why didn't he tell me this? Okay, so we will be asking for support. The old scripture that I think Jesus even said, if you don't ask for it, you don't get it, you know, so we're going to ask for it. Listen, your time is valuable and so is mine. And so the door to eternity is not a nonprofit effort, even though we touch some on the, I guess you might say, the religious side of life. Many times people think, you know, that's nonprofit. <laughs> and I suspect that most podcasters do not operate under a nonprofit organization. And we will not do that either. But we will ask for that special support from you and others. And it's up to you to give it or not. So we will be asking mostly for tips. And we will be using Zelle, that's Z-E-L-L-E, to do that. Zelle is a 100% free and all of the money comes to us. With Zelle, even you are, it's in 300 plus of the major banks around the country in the United States. So you'll find Zelle where you, in your own banking system. Just go to your online or your mobile bank app and look for the phrase that says, Send money with Zelle, all in caps usually is how it is. And you tap on that and you just decide what you want to send. You enter an email address of the recipient. That's how it usually works. The amount you want and you hit send and five seconds later it will be received. Now here's the bonus is of this is that you can tip anonymously and it will never be recorded by us, so there's nobody that can hack you, <laughs> hack into our systems or anything. We don't store it in some donor database, so your name will never be doxxed or exposed by us, like you've heard recently about some of these people that have donated to these trucker convoys up in Canada. So we won't be a part of that at all. Now, your banking system will send you a receipt through your normal email with them, and that's how it works. Our email now, if you want to send an email to us, is door to eternity, all one word, door to eternity at outlook.com. That's door to eternity at outlook.com. Give it a try, see if it works. You know, send us a dollar and you. Keep liking us. We'll love your support. So thank you. We'll put it to good use. And now we'll have other things on our website. And that website is doortoeternity.com. And it'll have our other podcast episodes listed there. It'll have other ways to support us. If you're looking for other ways to to give to us, like through givesendgo.com or subscribestar.com, we will have those available Now, here's another thing we'll be doing, just like Rush Limbaugh or anybody else does with podcasts. We'll have some commercials of promoted goods and services, but there'll be select businesses and sponsors. We have a sponsor. We'll carefully screen them. Uh, We're a family-friendly, you know, podcast, so we're not going to be putting stuff out there that might embarrass you or anybody else that you've pointed to. So we'll have commercials of products from these recommendations. We'll also have recommendations of books that we use and that we will be quoting from at times. And of course, they will also be carefully screened. These will all be in our resources section on our website. And that will be 
doortoeternity.com forward slash resources. So finally, my friends, and I hope that you'll be my friend as we grow together in this podcast, briefly ask for you to keep on listening. That's basically it. Keep on listening. Keep dropping by. And I hope to see you again on this side of the door to eternity. And stay tuned till next, uh, the next episode, the second one after this opening episode. And I'm going to get right into what is the door to eternity. I think it'll blow your socks off. I think you'll enjoy it. But anyway, uh, I don't like to play around. I don't like to goof around. I like to kind of give some good, solid information to you. And hopefully, as we go along this journey, you will say, yay, Jesse did again. So I'll tune out for now, and we'll see you on the next episodes. Goodbye for now.